Recording in progress. All right, everybody. Welcome to Strictly Football. I am back, everybody. For those that miss me, not many have, but just to let you know, this is Romper Redes back on the air with my co-host, Ariel El Magico, Lalito El Gallo. How are you guys? What's up, guys? What's up, dude? What's up? Uh, doing pretty good, man. We missed you last episode, man. I so, see. I see that. Yeah, yeah I was going at it, man. I, I, you, you heard, I destroyed you heard the, t- uh, the you, earthquakes, bro. You, you, from- you were anti-Bay Area in that episode. Oh, <laughs> this guy moves. He just moves to Oregon, and then all of a sudden, he's not an earthquakes fan anymore. The same man that was going to buy season tickets when he was here. We're, we're gonna- you know, they still contact me. And I'm like, how dare you contact me? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, look, dude, you're such a bandwagoner that it's really, no, it's really you know, crazy. No, let me, let me just, before I, let me defend myself. Uh, I like to be very critique about my teams. You know, because if you want to be great, you also got to learn where your mistakes are at. So if someone's earthquakes, right now they're doing a lot of mistakes. So you have to let them know. Well, they just beat your team, so well, I don't well, know what that I don't know what that says about well, your team. Well, it's gonna suck because I think the earthquakes are headed in the right direction as of what I've been seeing this season, and it's gonna backfire on you because we're going to the top, man. This is Thank it. This is it. This is it, dude. I love the attitude. This is it, dude. I have not seen this football in a while in San Jose, <laughs> and they're going to the top, dude. So, you know. I saw a lot, but we're going to discuss that after this topic. And I'm sure everybody has seen it on the news. There was a mass shooting in Texas. And a lot of people have died. A lot of children lost their lives due to, I want to say a lot. I don't, dude, somebody, these people are just going crazy. I don't know what goes in the mind of these people that do these things, dude. I just... I that's that's what I want to understand what what goes through your head that makes you want to do this kind of things you know I don't know how mm-hmm. do you guys feel about this it's, it's just very hard to watch I I couldn't even watch it because I'm a parent of two I have a three year old and I can't imagine being in that position going to a school dropping off your kid and a couple hours later you get a call that there's something like this that happens like I don't know I, I can't I I can't even think about it it's, mm-hmm. it's such a hard to process I don't know yeah. what do you guys think well thank you for that man I think uh, you want me to go or you, or you want go ahead bro go ahead yeah. bro. well you know I'm, I'm with you on that man I'm a, I'm a parent too and I think uh, you know I think we wanted to start this podcast off just uh, I think ground ourselves too that like while we you know we're a football podcast that doesn't mean that we're not human and that we don't know what's happening and um or that we can, we can't acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, you know, it was really sad. I actually, I was having a pretty good day and then I got that and I was like, oh man, that's, that's tough, man. And, uh, predominantly Latino neighborhood, uh, mostly Latino kids were killed. It was by, it was done by a Latino young man, you know, 18 year old, um, schools and, uh, it's, uh, it, I mean, it really, I mean, it's just, it's just sad because, you know, we, this is where we're at in regards to the country and I think young people and I think the misunderstanding of young people as a teacher, like I can definitely see how we always, how we tend to misunderstand young people and how schools can be really harmful 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm starting to now question of like, I wonder why schools like these young people keep uh, doing these shootings at schools. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that just brings up the question of like, what? Like I don't even. I mean, I mean, do schools even work? You know what I'm saying? Like that, which I would argue that they don't. Um, and yeah, man, it's it's a it's a complicated thing, and it's. Uh, I mean, I feel I feel for the families, man. That's tough. Yeah, I just, I just, um, I, it's really hard not to think about it, you know, because it's something that is constantly happening, you know. And I think I, I was watching the news and I saw this lady like just crying. I'm like, God, you know. And I don't have any kids yet, but I could just imagine like the, the, you know, just the feelings that go through your through your mind, you know. And it's, uh, you know, and I would. Oh, and I wouldn't call it a, a, a you know, we got to stop calling these people, um, you know, um, gun, gun, um, you know, just people going out there and killing people. These, these people are terrorists, bro. You know, it's a, these people, these people do terrorist attacks to like communities, you know, because it's the second mentioning that we have talked about in like less than a week, you know, yeah. and primarily in areas of, of color people, you know. So I don't know. It's it's really hard, especially living in Oregon, where there's a lot of people that have uh, bumper stickers, you know, or a gun, and you know. So it's um, I I had never been exposed to any of this until I moved out here. Like so many people, I like, love their guns, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really hard to wrap myself around it. Like, like this guy, this person, just this terrorist, just went into this school and shoot kids without. Like, can you imagine? Like, they don't have any IDs, bro. Like, how? Like, the parents have to go in to identify the the kid. Like, you know, because you can you can ID them. You know, they don't have they don't carry IDs. They don't carry yeah. they don't carry wallets. You know. Yeah. So it's it's really rough, you know. But um, mandamos todo nuestro amor y cariño a todas las familias que fueron afectadas y you know just keep moving forward. You know. Yeah, definitely. I mean. You know, one of our co-hosts is currently, um, you're, you're a teacher, uh, Mexico. I have a question. So, you know, the, the kid that did this, what, I think he was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, um, do you, you know, as a teacher, um, I know they used to do um, high school students. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you, do you can play a part in, in a kid's life if you ever come and notice that there's something wrong with them? And, and... Do you, do you feel like you can try to help them out or do you never try to like dig in too much to them when you see there, there's something wrong? I mean, I think it's one of those things where the kid has to be ready, right? Like I think like I can, I can be there and I can show them love and I can be there uh, however that they need me to be, yeah. which I think is why many of us, especially like folks like me in, in my position that are like first gen students come from similar backgrounds of the kids that we teach. Like, you know, I think the goal is that what you're saying, right? Like what's what you're describing, right? Like to try to change lives and try to change the thing. Uh, I think as my years in the profession, like, and I think it would, and I would argue this similarly to coaching, you know, yeah. the, the player or the student, they have to be ready for that, for that shift. They have to be open for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not every kid is open. And, and, 
it takes a lot more, it takes more than just one person. You know, I think how ridiculous is that to think that a system where we're relying on a teacher, a single teacher to affect the lives of per se 25 kids in the class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that we're supposed to reach all of them. And that's not only one class. We have five classes, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you're talking about almost a hundred and something students and we're supposed to, it, the the responsibility then is like, so this one person, you know what I'm saying? But it's much yeah. bigger than that, you know? And I think that that's where I'm like, well, schools don't work. Like how ridiculous is that, that a one person is in charge of 25 children, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and even in the language, right? In charge, right? Like the, the language yeah. there is like, I'm, I'm controlling, I'm, I'm the one in control, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think that that's where it's tough, where I don't know if we have an alternative to school. I mean, but that's the, that's the reality. That's what people, that's what we have, you know, which is school. Yeah. So and it, I think for many of us, we know that school fucking sucked when we were there. Yeah, it, did. <laughs> it did. It did. You know, no it didn't doubt. make us feel good about ourselves. It didn't, it didn't make us feel like we were uh, smart. We like, we had a place and, Yet this is the only alternative we have, you know? Yeah. Because the reason why I ask is because, you know, sometimes I feel like these kids, I mean, it's not okay for what he did, but, you know, sometimes these kids, you know, have things going on in lives, you know, and they show signs, you know, because they spend most of their time at school, you know, mm-hmm. and, and throughout the day, you know, I, when I was younger, I always, I always like, you know, saw teachers that cared and I always called that place my second home mostly my main home because I was there more than my regular house. So, <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 when I actually went to school, but you know, it, you know, the, you know, showing signs, you know, you know, it's, it's sometimes people blame it on the teachers and, and I feel like it's not fair, you know, that, that teachers get this responsibility, like you say, and like, Oh, well, why didn't you catch it? Like, Whoa. Like, dude, really? Like, out of a hundred kids, you want me to point out little things like that? Like, you know, I can only do so much, and it's not fair. You know what I mean? And and it's just it's just horrible, man. I, I just I don't know, but you know that. Let, let's you know I, I don't know. You guys want to move on? It's kind of like getting to the sad point of the the topic. Yeah. And, and yeah. So, I, you know, moving from one sad topic to another. Let's move on to the sad topic of the Portland Timbers, guys. The MLS. So <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, um, let's let's move on to another sad topic. Let, let's go. Um, so we're talking about a team that you know just not too long ago was in the finals of the MLS, and mm-hmm. and then now they're, they're losing to the San Jose Earthquakes. What what do you what do you say, Gaito? Like what what do you have to say for yourself? Oh, but don't forget they they signed their main man, the Blanco. Uh, uh, yeah, Blanco. <laughs> the the <laughs> don't don't forget about that, dude. Our our co-host was was celebrating that like they had just won the final. Yeah, so you know? so you know it's funny because the main guy that you mentioned right now is the guy that I saw in the game. They passed him the ball and he just took off running like so fast, but he was like running in slow motion, and then the defender like. Was like two miles away from it, and still caught. Yeah, uh, our gallito was extremely <laughs> excited that the Portland Timbers re-signed the thirty-four-year-old winger with his explosive speed. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, gallito? Like, well, what's going let on? Just, let me just uh, let me just tell you guys. Let me just say this, okay? The Portland Timbers have four championships. Over. In the last, I would say the last four years, they're having one of the top 
MLS teams in yeah. the league. No yeah. argue there. No one, no one's debating okay. that. Hmm? This is the same team. This is the same team. This is the same base that this team had over the past four years. Now, I'm not saying it works right now. I mean, I was there on on, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The two guys, the Philadelphia Union. I mean, the Philadelphia Union is one of the top teams right now in the league right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the Philadelphia Union really show just beat the Timbers from bottom from top to bottom. You know, they were just winning balls in the middle. They were creating chances. You know, it was it was actually really nice to see like the team just you know work. I was drill, you know, and all, all that. So I'll give them that. But the Portland Timbers, I feel like the Portland Timbers have, are, are going through a transition right now where they're trying to figure out, okay, cool, well, this is our base. This is a team that took us over the past years. They have taken us to, to glory. Mm-hmm. But it's time to change, you know, change the system, you know? And I think that's where the t- Portland Timbers are right now. Yeah. They, they just signed two two young players, very young players from – they had it on their on – their, uh, uh, um, second team that they have, that they have the mm-hmm. Portland Timbers too. Um, they, dude, they look so much potential. I mean, one guy is Brazilian, another guy is uh, um, young Argentinian. Yeah, Argentina Ayala. They have Ayala, Ayala. too, mm-hmm. and they have um, Fogaca, mm-hmm. which is Brazilian. And they, they have there's another there's another uh, defender number fourteen. Um, he was there too. I mean, you know, he's, the guy is young, but I think they're making the right steps. You know, they signed Moreno last year. Uh, tw- uh, you know, 24 years old Colombian. I think these Timbers are just they're starting to notice. You know what? We need to start changing the the formula here because they're 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 stop they stop being competitive. You know, mm-hmm. right? And you, and, you, and you started seeing this this trend I, since the final. I mean, you saw the final how they were, you know, because I was there in the final and I was there during, during the playoffs. The team didn't seem very explosive as you know. Like two years ago, you know? Yeah. So that right there is exactly what the problem is. Two years ago, they were explosive and they try to keep going with the same boat of older guys. And mm-hmm. they did not know where to make the rotation and bring in new people. I think that's where they failed. Because these guys, dude, like Diego Chara, Jimmy Chara, they were exhausted. They couldn't run anymore. They were they looked yeah. really tired. They were done. And you know, yeah. it, and it, that's that that right there, dude. That's their that's their whole brain of the team, dude. That's you're talking about Diego Chara, that's their main midfielder. And if he doesn't work, the team doesn't work. Yeah. You know? And then they had this guy, um I think, I think was it this Paredes guy? That guy was running Paredes. around the whole thing trying to do everything in the midfield. Oh, I mean, he. I mean, I think he came in. I mean, that that game was just lost. That game was just completely yeah. out of the Timber's hands, and the coaches threw Paredes in there to see what he could create or nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, this is unfortunate. But hey, I mean, look, Diego Chadas. I mean, he still plays like he's fucking twenty-two years old, dude. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, hold on, guys. Even, <laughs> even give him some credit. Dude, Diego on, Chara man. is thirty-six years old, dude. dude like, he looks. I mean, dude, 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 this man a yellow card. Come on, Come on man. You're making dude, a thirty-six-year-old does not play like he's twenty-four years old, dude. You want him to play like? No, dude. This guy, at now, I think he's a sub at the most, dude. This guy needs to like. Mentor the kid that's going to come in and replace him because he, he's like Ortorado to like the Timbers, you know, no, like no, the main guy no. who just like, you know, let me just play for a little bit, you know, 
I have to I have to reserve, you know, like hold myself back, you know, because I don't <laughs> my tank is, is, is you know it's not there like it used to be, you the, know. The, this uh, is this is what I this is what I think. This is what I think about your comment. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Yimi Chara. Yimi Chara was, I mean, he's still one of the one of the top strikers, um, you know, top creators. I would say. Nice striker, top creators. He, one of the top creators in your team. In my team, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know what that says. I don't know really know what that says. Let, let, we let have me to come down to the facts. Let, let, let me click on this profile. We're talking about a 31-year-old, what is it, Yumichara. I mean, dude. Well, I think he has more of a... Yeah, I, he I has mean, more, I, more air. In the defense of that, I mean, I think Yumichara, I, think, I, think, I don't think you're wrong there, uh, Gallito. I think he is one of the more, like, I, I think he's one of the more unpredictable players you have, and I think he's... Uh, probably one of the better players that the Timbers have, which is, you know, I think you never know really what what you're going to get with him sometimes. But, I mean, he he's, uh, you know, he's, he provides some danger. And, you know, the th- you know what I noticed when I was watching the Earthquakes game is that their game plan, because they're not as explosive as they were, you know, uh, their game plan really relies a lot on like kind of like a, a quick like striker, a quick uh, a quick winger, because Sebastian Blanco would get the ball. What I noticed about him is that he comes back. He comes back to maybe like the midpoint of the mid, of the half, and what he does is he gets it there, and then he's always looking to just send a long ball overhead, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of like the game plan that they have. Uh, the problem is that they don't really have that right now. You know, I, I think it's due to injuries. I mean, Mora is out, right, which is kind of like their their main striker. The new dude is like, I think he came up from the Portland Timbers too, the guy that scored against the Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, Fogaka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he looks promising. So on the defense of that, I mean, he does look promising. He he kind of flew by in the Timbers too. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, you, you don't really have any big, you don't really have anything really that, uh, provides a danger. You know what I'm saying? Like the Timbers yeah. don't really, they're not really dangerous. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're, 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 they don't really provide any danger going forward. That, and and really Sebastian Blanco can only do so much because Sebastian Blanco, I mean, even though he's lost a pep in his step, what I will say is that he's super smart on the ball. Yeah. And he can find those. He is the only one that I noticed when I was watching him against earthquakes, he's the only one willing to take a risk. G- Diego Chara is really safe in the way that he passes the ball. Jimmy's kind of also safe in regards to the ball. So the team is kind of safe. Sebastian Blanco is the only one que la quiere filtrar. He's like the only one that's like looking forward and looking for that run and he'll force it in there, Yeah, you know, but that doesn't know. That doesn't always mean that the, Tor- the Portland Timbers are going to be like, yeah, you know, exciting to watch. Uh, is it exciting to watch them? I'm genuinely asking that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, I mean, last game it was seven, seven two. That was such a great game. Yeah, but you're playing against. I mean, come on. I mean, dude, RSL. What? He's the. the word it's not even the RSL. In the league, it was. Bro. It was Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. I'm sorry. You guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was fun. I also watched. Uh, one of, I think one of my favorite matches that I watched so far was against Austin because that was like the real test. Or Austin and the Timbers to see like really where they were, you know. Mm-hmm. That was such a great, great match. Um, that was my favorite match of all so far. Mm-hmm. It was like a very like a competitive match, um, you know. But other than that, I mean, there has been some like last Sunday. It was disappointing, man. Just 
it was a reality check for me, mm-hmm. you know, because it was like, hey, this, this is what we have, because that's what that's what we have. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, what, I mean, what was it? Two zero to the Philadelphia Union. Yeah, and the yeah. Philadelphia Union, it's, it's one of the brand new teams in the top, what second place in the division. Yeah, they're they're doing um, pretty well. Oh, no, and dude, the, the team looks so good, so good, man. But I think the Timbers really they they really show the Timbers, and you know I keep talking about this. You know I think it's time for also a change. You know people don't like changes, but hey, I think it's time for a change in in, in coaching. I think the coaching is a little predictable. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying I think uh, it gets to a point where you know you could be a hero, but you become the the villain, you know, and that's where. Or, or, is that where you think or, that's where you get coaching? Your yep. It just you know I, I hate him. You, you know what? What? I want to smack him every time I see him. What? Dude, it switches. It switches. Doesn't make sense to me. You know, the subs don't not make sense to me. You know who? There, there's somebody. I don't know if he's there yet, but you know, he used to coach the the earthquakes. He's to, probably still available. You know, he, they oh just fired him. They should the, the timber should take him. Just I made that. I made that. You know, See, if you will follow uh, strictly football news, you will know that in there there's there's a little uh, post about I made that going into the commercial equipo A A E K. Yeah, that's not a hundred percent yet. I think they just no, it's done, bro. It's, it's done. done oh, it's a done deal now. Okay. According yeah. to Pupusa's Pupusa news, yeah, it's a done Pupusa deal. One one. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I totally agree with that because I feel like they kind of. I mean, and I, and I and I will say this: I do think that he does play a role in it. I think he's really attached to his players. I think, as you said, I think he's attached to the old guard of the team, which is why you have a lot of the same base, you know. Uh, and I do think that it's time for them to move on. But I also think that on another end, I do the I do think that the players are kind of letting him down because the players kind of seem uninspired, dog. Like when I see them play, they're just like not like alive. And that's what I will say about Sebastian Blanco is that, like I said. He's the only one willing to take a risk. The Timbers are very safe in the way that they play. And they're kind of just like, we're going to wait and, you know, and then we'll see how we can just kind of fit out a ball, get a, get a goal off of the freaking set pieces because they don't even shoot that much. This last game that they played against, uh, what was it? Who did they just play? Uh, Oh, against the Philadelphia Philadelphia Union. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this stat, Gallito. It took them into the 85th minute to take one shot on target. <laughs> so, and there were no shots. So they had no shots the whole game. Dude. And they, yeah. they they barely got one on target. So I don't know how much we can actually blame the coach for that. Because he's not the one playing. He is the one choosing the players. Pero there also has to be some sort of... I, I mean, it's obviously a combination of both. And I think you're right. I think that the team is in the transition. Pero, I mean, come on. One 85 shot? minutes? 85, 85 minutes? minutes? Yeah, no that's not, that's not on my boy. Don't get on my guy for that. Because he's not the one lacing up the cleats. But I mean, come on, Mexico. What if I mean what if you tell what if you taught tell the, the players, hey, play this system that you know, forcing this system on the players and it's not working. Look, because this is hold on, this is not the first time that the Timbers have this similar uh 
kind of games, you know? This is like a like a trend. Mm-hmm. But there has been there has been some games that are like the possession is great. Yeah, it's great. But if you can't do anything with, with the possession, then what's the point? I mean, who's your killer though? That, who's that, your killer? That's if that's problem. really your case, who's the killer? Who's the killer on your team? Well, I think uh, he betted all his chips on Fogaka for sure because he was playing on, on that match. I mean, he kind of got um, forced. Right. To play him. <laughs> um, Bravo, Bravo was also when he's injured, you know. And Bravo had history. He's, he's, uh, he got a Krasul history. He had Krasul blood in, in his, his veins. Dude. He played for Crescent too. Look, mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 judging by the game that I saw against the earthquakes. That what what Mahiko is saying. The the problem is that he's right, dude. They get up, they get the midfield, and then once they get to the to the scoring point, they don't know what to do. And you know what it is, dude? It's that that striker doesn't know doesn't understand the system. Like he's not used to playing with these guys, so he doesn't understand and can't read their plays. Well, yeah. Well, Fogaka, this is his second game. So yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, so, I'm not even going to really blame him. I yeah, mean, he it's, only that's he, what I'm, it's not his fault. You know. It's not his fault. He's too new. But that that's the problem, dude. Against and I'm saying like against the earthquakes, dude. They had so many counterattacks, and then they would get up there. They didn't know what to do with the ball. They, yeah, they they was, just, let's they just pass just, it right back. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly sure, what they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah dude. No, I agree with y'all. Yeah, with Dunia and number nine, and I then they would pass it back to the other side, and then that guy would take this shot and send it to the moon, and that counts as a shot. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, like I'm expecting like uh, Jimmy to be score, like to be a top scorer because that's not his job, but he's like scoring. You know, like one of our defenders scoring. Like, yeah, the your leading scorer right now is Tui Lama, and he's the center defensive. Yeah, he's a, he's a that, I think he even plays center back. No, he does. He plays center back. He plays center back. Your center back is your leading scorer. Yeah. Oh, and he like, takes um, some nice free kicks, though. No, no, no. Oh, he does take some nice free kicks. No. You're right. He does take some nice free kicks. That's what I'm saying. I think he's a midfielder. Uh, no, no, he's defense, bro. Shout, shout out to him, though. I mean, he's playing. Yeah. He has, he's having a good season. Uh, dude. <laughs> but you're absolutely correct, dude. I mean, Jimmy Chara, other than that bicycle kick in the beginning of the season, that's it. Yeah. yeah so need a killer. Let's go. And, 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 and look, and I think the Timbers know because they're slowly making a transition, you know? It's, it's going to be a painful transition because you're going to. In more games like this, you know, you probably, if you keep playing like this, you're probably not going to get very far, you know, in the playoffs. Look, dude, dude I'm, a, I'm, I'm throwing out stats right now. I'm throwing out stats to you right now, Gaito, because I think you keep coming on to this podcast and you keep telling me how great Portland Timbers are. How many shots outside of the box has the Timbers, how many goals outside the box have the Timbers scored? I would, I would argue maybe... Like two, like two. Yeah, very few. The two is that two? I would say three. Three, one, one. Come on, dude. We're almost at the halfway point of the season, and that's the free kick against the earthquakes. That and that's scored. the free kick. Yeah, yeah dude, come dude. on, man. We we gotta like look, dude. Your team does not shoot. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. How how are they gonna how are they gonna score any goals if they're not gonna shoot? They're just yeah, not no, shooting. It's, um, like I said, look, I think. The team is going to trans- to a transition right now. Mm-hmm. I I think the teamers know. Uh, I think as fans, we, we I mean as fans, we know what's coming. You know that painful transition. You know, mm-hmm. but it's it's, it's it, it needs to be it needs to be like like implemented ASAP because it's not looking so good. It's not going to happen this season, dude. It's already. No, too, it's, 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 I mean, it's going to happen slowly. 
It's too late. I mean, look, you're trying to rebuild a team halfway through. It's not going to happen. No, no, I know that. I mean, it's, but like I said, it's going to be a painful season. Um, you know, but I do have hopes. I mean, they're going to sign some good players. Um, I think Moreno has a lot of talent. Moreno, more young players coming in. You know, they're building like the new foundation. You know, um, so it's exciting, but yeah, it's a little. Dang, you know, like watching those games. That's gonna be rough. See, but that's the thing, though, dude. I don't know if you need. I don't know if you need. I mean, you do need youngsters. You do need like no name youngsters right now. But you also do need like a like a another type of player that's in between, like the veteranship of like Diego Chara and and then like a youngster. You know, you need somebody else in between because right now you just have extremes. You have really young players and you have really yeah. old players. <laughs> And there's nobody in between that's like in their prime or like doing it. You know what I'm saying? Tui yeah. Lama should not be your leading scorer. No, that's just that. for the for the champions of last season or like the you know like the West Conference whatever. You know, yeah. Like that's that's not that's not that shouldn't be it. You know what I'm saying? No. Like that. Like no. we should there should be a conversation about that about like that the champions of last year, the Western Conference, the state that they're in. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit alarming. That's why I think, as I'm telling you, the Timbers right now are going into a transitioning, which it, is going to be rough. But yeah, I agree. I mean, you could go to South America, Central, you know, South America primarily. You know, grab a couple of young, like 27, 28, 28, you know, some camps, you know, and number nine. That's all we need: a camp and a number nine. Right, dude. How are you going to convince? It's not easy to convince those guys. To like, oh, come, man. Come, hey, let's go to the MLS. Like, like Bro, if we're, we're like, if you look at match, how many players not... come, come from, um, like, uh, Rosario Central, you know, Vélez, you know. Yeah. They, there's a lot of players that, that leave Argentina or Colombia. There's a lot of Colombians in, actually, a lot of Colombians in uh, the Timbers. Yeah. So, um, so you, you got to find players that are like 28 and above, dude, because by that age, if you didn't make it to Europe, you're done. So they're like, yeah, I'll take I'll take that risk. And that's let's what we go. need, bro. I think that's, that's what you need totally. at this moment. That's, that's what you need right now. So that's what I'm saying. But, dude, it's not that easy, dude, because yet again, they have La Copa Libertadores. We don't. We have Coca Champions, you know, bro. Great, that's also great, but like it's <laughs> not the about, Libertadores. Cup, dude. Dude. It, it's still, you know, even though the Libertadores is not what it used to be, it still counts as a big trophy, dude. Everyone wants to play like the Mexican teams, bro. It's yeah. like a dream, dream come true. And yeah, it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what they, we might be getting away from it. I, I don't know. I, uh, but I, either way, I, dude, I, look, they, they need to yeah. rebuild, and, and guess what? It's gonna happen next season. Good luck. And that's what I was going to say, too, is like, I, I think that that Minnesota beating that they gave them is super misleading. Oh, of course. It's oh, super course, misleading oh, because that is not who the Timbers are. The Timbers <laughs> are not 7-2. It, it must no. have been a bad day for Minnesota, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And for, them yeah, to get, for them to get destroyed by a team that doesn't really score goals like that, I mean, that... that yeah, I think it's scores 7-0, it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, so, so I mean the Timbers have won most of their games by one goal. Yeah, one zero, two zero. You know, and, and and you know it goes back to that question when I asked you earlier. Do you actually enjoy watching them play? Like I when do. you go live, I do. I do. Just it's frustrating. Not just you know because it's true. I mean they they have they control the ball once they get to the to the third to to the box. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. 
they don't know what to do. They get a lot. They look lost. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's what I'm saying. We need a number nine, baby. Yeah, a number nine. But you already got one. No, you need a better number nine. Like, well, somebody with experience. I forgot, guy. You just got him. He's he's supposed no, to be good. Somebody who's been out there in the field, bro. Who's, the thing, yeah, the thing is, what you're, what you're saying veteran, is, yeah. you want a veteran, dude. And then when that veteran, three or four years old now, is ready to go, Fogaka's not even going to want to play there anymore. Well, the Timbers seem like to me like a organization that'll be like, all right, you want a veteran? You want somebody to come back? You want you want somebody to you know really ignite the team? Let's go get Valeri. <laughs> 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 your Valeri is your Wandalowski, dude, oh and I can't God. wait till he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I'm God. respectful. I'm respectful, man. Valeri has had a history with his team, dude. Yeah, so does Wandalowski. So I mean, that's why I love Wandalowski, man. Wanda love Wando. So let's let, 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 let's speak a bit about the earthquakes, Mexico. What, what do you, what do you see in this team now after Almeida left? Uh, they're super disorganized and they're like, they're just fucking, they're getting lucky. I mean, if you watch the games, it's a lot of luck involved in the way that they're scoring goals, but you know what? They're at least scoring goals and they're taking risks, you know, like they're taking risks and, uh, that's exciting. You know, I mean, it, it, it makes exciting games. I think that the earthquakes have that about them is that they do can, they can have exciting games, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I, I think um, I think it's just um, I don't know, dude. They, you know, Almeida was there. They still have the same structure, you know, like the same lineup. You know, they set up mm-hmm. the players the same way. Like this coach is just like taking over until they probably find somebody permanent. You know, yeah, and he's just riding the wave. But you know, I saw I see games. They don't have bad players. It's just that they're just not. I feel like they're not lined up the, the, how they should be. Is what I'm saying. That's what, I was telling, that's what I was telling Gallito last week, but he didn't believe me. Dude, no, look, it, last, it, look I, let me just say this, man, and I'm going to keep saying it until you guys believe me. What? You guys need a good coach. And you guys need a good, a good coach. You just come in and be like, all right, guys, you go here, you go here, you go here. You do this like this. Yeah. Pass about right. here. That's what you need. This guy is a good yeah, coach. He, he hasn't moved the pieces around, and then I feel like. No. Like, the, the team he, looks lost. I mean that that match that they tied. Do they tie second? Like they tied the match, and then nothing happened. Nothing else happened. Yeah, because maybe they got to score the goal. They, nothing that, else happened. That's the problem. That's what. Also, they get comfortable with with. with no, you know, it's with not comfortable, t- bro. Yes, they do. Come They're on, okay man. with taking a tie. That's not a so you should not see. They, this they, is the problem with the San Jose Earthquakes. You gotta stop thinking small. Otherwise, you never be a, you oh. never be a big oh team. Oh my god! Oh, you know? <laughs> oh, let's just you know let's just put it with these man. Oh, Look, oh the you... Timbers are a big team. Dude, of course, I mean, look at the championship. Look at like, look at the history of the team. But oh my god! Here we go. Put some respect on the San Jose Earthquakes. Let, I told you just say last. Week. I, I feel we like we, I, were the, we were the very first team to play in this league. Yo, so congratulations, dude! Take it easy. Congrats, baby. Yeah. Dude, I feel yeah. like we just started from the last podcast and we're just like coming yeah. back. To- <laughs> well, why don't we transition into the second topic, which I think, I mean, we alluded to it earlier, which is that, you know, this fool says that he dislikes the Timbers uh, coach. So you're saying that it's, that it's time to move on, which I guess leads us to our, our last topic of, of our of our episode, which is, you know, what's happened to the coaching situation around football? Because 
the more and more I think social media and I think the internet and football is more accessible. I think the less patient we have been with managers, which I think leads us to this really weird state of football where you want, you want uh, successes really fast and really immediately. Yeah. And, you know, for a long time, at least growing up for me, I mean, I, I mean, some coaches stayed for with the same team for freaking ages, whether they won you or know, lost. Yeah. Whether they won or lost, they were there. They, they stuck with that manager. Uh, and you know, what, what do y'all think has changed? You know, should we go back to that? Y'all like the new change that's happening with the coaches or, you know, what, what's, what was, how do y'all feel about that? Uh, you want to go first? Like? Yeah, yeah, let me go first. Cause I'm, I'm going to, I just look when I think about why, see, and this is the problem that I have with, with a lot of uh, soccer fans, you know, including here in my, you know, in, in my podcast is that, why are we so afraid of making changes? Why are we like, you know, it's just, I feel like if you're, if you're a coach and you, if you're there for a while and things are not working out, move on, get rid of the coach, get a new one. But we're so stuck like in the past, like, Oh no, no foundation, blah, blah, blah. No, dude, if it's not working, it's not working. I mean, look at, look at Timbers. Timbers is a great example. In my opinion, this coach I have, it has worked in the past. Here we go. <laughs> You get to a point where you're like, you know what? Things are not working anymore. Let's then let's go ahead and move forward and change them. Yeah. You know, it's just, I feel like, and, and look, and this is I talk about the league. The league is so, it's processing so fast, you know, it's progressing so fast that it's getting better and more competitive. You know, you have good teams that are coming up, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there are better, there are more, there, it's, I must, I must spectacular in MLS now compared to five years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Five years ago, you could have had the same coach and no problem, right? You know, the San Jose Equics uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. But right now, that doesn't work anymore. You know? So I think I think it's good to make changes. Changes are good, man. Um, I disagree. <laughs> I completely disagree, dude. It's just like, maybe if you're in there 10 years and you, you haven't done crap, then yeah. But, dude, like one or two months, dude, we've seen coaches go through two weeks and then they're like, hey, dude, you got to go. It, 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 it's, there was a coach in the in the, in the the Wolves in, in the Premier League. That guy was there for a month and they kicked him out. I mean, look at what happened to Nuno Espirito talking about Wolves yeah, yeah, at so, Tottenham, right? They, yeah. they, they, they completely, you know, they cut him half, half – uh, I mean, but that would say that would that actually would serve uh, Gaito's point because if we were to use Tottenham's example, similarly to what you're saying, Gaito, which is that the Wolves were not performing. I mean, the Spurs were not performing well in the first half of the season. Second half of the season, they cut them. They they're just like, okay, dog, we need to change, and then they bring in Antonio Conte, and then they got top four. Yeah. Right, so I mean, I mean, I think that there's validity to what you're saying, Gaito. You know, I, I think that I, I think a part of it can be true, but I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, no, no, you, it's 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 fine. It, you you brought up the the Nuno Espiritu, the the guy that I was exactly mentioning, but you know, mm-hmm. you, you're bringing in a coach that you know it's not at the level at the other one is, and you, you're only giving them two weeks, dude. You, you know, it, it's not enough time. Also. Like, you know, you don't know what this guy is doing and what his way of working is. 
he might take a little longer than the other ones. If that's what you're looking for, two weeks results, then maybe, yeah, dude, don't be looking for these coaches that, that take time, you know? It's just like, you know, you're just bringing them in and just to sack them, dude? Like, just making them look bad, and they're probably not even bad coaches. No, but come on, dude. I mean, I'm going to see you be like, oh, I'm so sorry you got cut in two weeks. No, dude. Hey, this is a, this is a tough job. This is a tough business, man. Well, okay. So I guess the question that I have for you then is like, okay, so for instance, right now, similarly to, and this, and this is what I would say is an even like, this is like, this would actually put your theory to the test. Peter Vermees, Vermees, you know, who that is no Peter Vermees is the coach of the sporting Kansas city. Okay. Sporting Kansas city is second to last in the Western conference. He has had – he is the longest tenured coach in the league. He's been with the Kansas City Wizards – oh, Kansas City with Jesus Christ. I went all the way to the fucking – it's a fucking Brecky. Uh, <laughs> I, I – no, he's been with them since 2006, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's been with them for what? Uh, shit, I don't know. More than 10 years. Yeah. You know, as an organization, as a coach. Like he's taking them to the finals, he's taking them to the playoffs. I think they've won with him as well. Mm-hmm. So your argument would be to just cut him. Yeah, right this now. is the one season that he's actually not that done that good in recent history. Yeah, I would say I would tell you it was time, <laughs> dude. But you don't yeah, see that, dude. It's like it's like saying for Ferguson. Let's use Sir Alex Ferguson. Like you would just cut him because he had one bad season, which he did. But the yeah, team believed that then, he can flip it around, and he has that talent to make it happen the next season, you know, and bring he it back. It he did. He quit. He's retired. He's the one that left. They didn't fire him. He left. Yeah. But look at no, dude, think- look at the difference, though. When you give a coach a chance to to you know get settled and and you know bring out the talent in the dude, this guy was bringing in players that nobody knew who they were, but they played freaking awesome, dude. Dude. Okay, look, I mean, but it's just one out of like a million coaches. This is a one person, right? No, look at the one that Arsenal too. That guy was there for dude, and he was like horrible at season. That was but, my guy. But wait, they, wait, they, whoa, wait, hey, 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 hey. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take you it know, easy. He, he was doing you know, he had bad seasons, but the, the team believed that he can bring it back. And he was getting to that point, but you know, he probably thought it was a time for a change too. I think, okay, but then I think, this is my point, I think maybe, because then we have to decide, okay, well, let's look at the Kansas City example, right? Mm-hmm. What, what class, what qualify, what class, what is the qualification for them to call it a successful, like, uh, season? To make it to the playoffs? The win, uh, I think the, depending on where Ooh. they are, I think, yeah, I mean, I think you would, so the, there's, there's, there's different, there's different, I think you'd have to have different calibrations though, dude. Like the, the uh, expectation of like, per like, let's say Austin the FC that just started or even Nashville or even uh, uh, Charlotte FC, their expectation, I would assume would be, let's just get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's going to be a win. Maybe in three, two years, let's just make it consistently to the playoffs. Let's be a a playoff team, Mm -hmm. you know, 
at one point you're going to hit your stride and then you can then bump up to like, okay, now we can be champions, you know? And that's, that's going to be the, 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 <clears throat> like the barometer, yeah. you know? So it, it can't just be like, oh yeah, every, every single time I'm going to go for the cup because that's unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I think that that's, that's unrealistic. Like it would be like you saying that the Timbers right now are going to be like, oh yeah, we're going to win the cup, which I highly doubt that they will. You know what I'm saying? Like right now it's like, they'll be lucky to even get into the playoffs the way they're playing. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what we have to class, uh, classify what makes a successful or what is the target goal, right? For each team. Well, you gotta, if we look at the Kansas city, be like, okay, cool. Well, if we just make it to like your playoffs and, and you keep your job, right. Cause that was the goal, the target, the target goal, right. Mm-hmm. Like for the, for the Timbers, I wanted to become champions all the time. That's you. Because that's I, a, that's I hold them to this, you know, like uh, expectations because it's such a, that's a fan's that's a expectation, team. though. You're talking about being a fan, dude. You don't know what. No, no, I'm not talking about just being a fan. I mean, yeah. If, if we look at what the Timbers have played over the past four years, they always make it to the playoffs, at least, and they always make it to the finals or semifinals, guaranteed. You know, so mm-hmm. you kind of have to hold them at some kind of like, okay, cool. Well, you need to become champions, or at least like that's the goal, or you know, champions of the conference at least. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, th- that. I'm I'm going to what Michael was saying. You don't know what the objective of every team is. You know, some of them don't even have that standard because they probably feel like they don't have a team to make it to the playoffs. So th- we're lucky in the MLS. We don't have, you know, the the, the how they do in the other leagues. The the ascenso, oh, yeah. you know, like hey, you're you're you're, you're getting relegated. Yeah. You know, every team stays. There yeah. is no relegation. So. All the, the there's not that team where it says, "Hey, our objective is to not get relegated." You know, like yeah. in the Premier League, every team that comes up, their, their objective is not to win the league. Is hey, bro, make it to the mid table and we're good. We'll survive yeah. for the next season and we're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an, uh, an example from Liga MX. So Curacao is one of the top team in the world. Oh my God! There we go. go. I got some stuff to say about that corrupted league. Oh my God! You win the music. Look. I, the coach, the, uh, they just fired a coach uh, that took Cruzul to the championship after twenty plus years. Okay, he was let go um, a few a few days a few days ago. That sucks. You know, so how, you know, so how could we like? Oh, how can we sit here and be like, no, you know, he took us to our championship. Blah, blah, blah. No, Dude, it was time to go. He almost took you looked, to a Concacaf Champions League final, and nobody even cared no. for that. No, but I, I mean, do I do Concacaf? I think I, I think that's a, that's a very important uh, championship. But anyway, yeah. But my point is, my point is, um, we we have to hold this team into accountable. This coach is into accountable uh, because at some points, I mean, you stay long enough to become a hero, you become the villain, dude. Yeah, but dude, okay, hold on, dude. Okay, calm down, Joker. <laughs> right, hey, hey, Heath Ledger, calm down, uh, dude. You're telling me that that Cruz Azul just let go of Juan Reynoso? Yes. Yep. Oh, come on, dude. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. No, I mean, the, man, the man completely changed your team. Did you see who he was playing with this season? Yeah. It was a team that was gutted, a team that they changed. They they got they they got rid of all of their good players and they and then he was making fucking players that look yep. that were not even starting like fucking Charlie Rodriguez to become like 
looked like a, like a like a first team Mexico a national team player. Like, come on, dude. Like, let's be fair here. Like, I mean, he's I'm not, not taking credit. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, they don't have patience and they don't see what they're building, and then they let them go. And the next coach is going to bring that player down and go buy another old fart and bring them in and be like, hey, bro, give me two seasons and we're good. That's it. Yeah, I just think that maybe and, – and, and, and I get it, you know. I think uh, coming from a Mexican uh, Liga MX perspective, yeah, we don't have patience. We do not have patience. We get with the coaches like, like no. the way tacos do. No patience, like corruption. Do you guys got oh, corruption, corruption, dude? On, dude, I, dude on, what, on, what is dude. this that I just Come heard? On, dude. Why are dude, you throwing this dude, corruption? How is this that, that I just heard that? I think it's Morelia just won the second division to come up. But they're saying that if those teams that are going to get relegated pay a certain amount of money, they don't even have, they, they're not going to make Morelia come up. What, what is <laughs> that, dude? Okay, what on, in the hold world? On, hold on, What's the source? What's the source? And then, and then I, dude, this conversation <laughs> came up with um with the my girlfriend's father in law, and I was like, hey, dude, that's cool. Morelia's gonna come back up, and then he told me, no, he's like, if this team, I think, what is it, like Juarez or something, they they can pay some money, oh, and they'll no, won't, they won't go down, no. dude. Hey. Is your is your is your uh is your uncle wait what's his what is he is he your uncle or father in law yeah father in law kind of does he Not have like girls inside father-in-law. news no but dude he's like deep into <laughs> this guy dude and he knows shit dude like you don't mess with those older Mexican guys that know everything <laughs> oh, you heard man. it here first oh please bring it me dude. we need breaking to put news, you some baby. news breaking we need to put news. you some like news so like some news music you know some breaking news. Dude, Man, we're just coming up with segments around here. Um, well, look, dude, I don't know if that's true or not, but what I will say is that I think you're absolutely correct. I think the impatience is pretty ridiculous. Just across the board, everybody wants to win right now, and you have a bunch of coaches that are just kind of like that. Like, I look at Antonio Conte like that, you know? Like, he's just kind of like your quick fix. You know, he'll get you your championship, a championship, and he's out of there, you know? You it's like. So? That's yeah, it. Two yeah, seasons, sure. and then you think they'll get mm-hmm. him out of there? He's out of there, dude. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he didn't. He didn't last that long at Chelsea. He didn't last that long at Inter. He, out of doubt, he's going to last that long at Spurs. I mean, I don't think that that's just kind of like the model. You know, that's just not the model anymore. And uh, people just don't have the patience for it. You know, I'm an Arsenal fan, and the shit that I hear about Arteta, like online and shit like that, like it's just like. People are already impatient, and he's only been there for three years, you know? So, I don't personally like him, but... That's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time, and, you know, people are upset because they're like, well, we should be in the Champions League, and we're not. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, hear it, man, but... One final example, I mean, let's look at uh, El Tuca. El Tuca, for how long he was in Tigres. I know. A legacy, bro. That's right. And then just like that, Dude. out of there. Gone. He's gone? Coach he's not, he's not in Juarez anymore? What, yeah, he's gone. They, <laughs> they can't get rid of him. How, they got rid wow. of him and Juarez? Yeah. yeah oh dude, my see, God. that's what I'm talking about. Corruption, dude. See? Right there. They just <laughs> let the man go, dude. And see? Look at that, dude. Oh, dude, uh, oh man. That, see, th- that's the no patience, dude. And I don't I don't know where that team's going to get, dude. I, I feel like you guys are very, like, like con- connecting with coaches, you know, like, Oh, because you know, you, you got to believe family, in, blah, blah, blah. You got to believe in no, the dude, process, business, bro. You got hired to do a job. If you can do a job, see next. 
because you haven't you watched see but that's the thing that's so funny about you gallito is because you go your you your favorite team is one of the teams that haven't won shit in such a long time you know it we just, just won. We just won. And it, and it took such a long process to yeah. finally win. And when you won, you probably really enjoyed it. I did. It was a beautiful moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think of myself as an Arsenal fan. I think of myself as a, a, a Salvador fan. I don't know if we're ever going to win anything in my lifetime. I hope that I do. I hope that we do. But, like, a part of the, the the joyous part for me in football is the process. You know, I want my team to struggle. But I also want to see them win, and I want to see them, like, get progressively better. And it, it, it it's not always, like, just throw, you know, it's not always just really fast. Like, I look at, I mean, I'm a Real Madrid fan, and obviously Real Madrid's kind of, like, uh, you know, an anomaly in it. But, like, look at Manchester City, dog. They have bought their way to the top. And I am pretty sure Newcastle's going to be the same way. Right, yeah, you believe know? it. Believe so, it. So, you're talking about this time when we're just kind of we're just kind of fast forwarding, you know what I'm saying? Like we're just kind of fast forwarding the process, and I think that that's kind of what I'm kind of I'm like at least to me, like that's what I'm getting at, you know. I, but I hear you though, you know. Pay, we get attached to coaches, but I kind of like that. Mm. I want to feel what you feel for Cruz Azul. Yeah. See, but see, is this the, the difference in? I, I mean, I get it. It sounds it sounds wrong when I say it, right? But that's how it is in the in the Mexican league. And I think that's the trend that's going to happen to uh, MLS because the, the competition, the competition in MLS is just rising like, mm-hmm. like as like so fast. I mean, to Philadelphia Union destroyed the Timbers. They outshow them in every aspect, and they've been outshowing them the whole season. The whole all these other teams, Austin FC, bro, is an enjoyment to watch them. Oh yeah, you know, and this brand. I mean, they're branded. They're brand new teams. Dude. Mm-hmm. And it's just a sign that the MLS is just the the skill level, the competition is just gonna get more and more and more competitive, right? So you're gonna bring, you have to bring good coaches. The, well, uh, well, yeah. though, hold on though. That Philadelphia Union coach is also the second longest tenured coach in the league. So, yeah, but you know he's running, he's running. Yeah. A big t- Come on, dude. Lalito, let me ask Come you a on, question. Guys. Let me ask you a question, and then let's see if we can close it after this. Okay, Pep Guardiola. Would you can him after the season? Done? No, he's winning everything. He keeps winning. Oh, okay. But he didn't uh, win the Champions League. But he didn't win the Champions League. He won the league. Yeah, but who cares? Who he's cares? won that already. Yeah, he's nah. won that like five times already. <laughs> Nobody cares. If I was if I was if I was Crusoe and Crusoe won the championship but they lost the Conca Champions, I would keep the coach. It only you would He did though. He up. just did that, didn't he? <laughs> Only you would turn a Pep no, Guardiola no. a Pep Guardiola question into a Cruz Azul question. It's just, I love it because um, you have to ask like like uh, so, like, like like yeah okay I'm so so look like look at Barcelona uh, Xavi would, would we should we can them at next season because bro I mean but the team is I mean it's a it's a transition dude it's the, the, that's what I'm saying so if his transitioning doesn't work in one season should we can them. Well, it's, it's a foundation. They're building his foundation. I mean, you know, I think after next season, if he's if the same crap, yeah, get rid of him. Dude, that, yeah. I, for, I, for no. who, who? I'm sorry, I missed that. Xavi Hernandez? Xavi from Barca? Oh, oh my God. What? No way, dude. Hey, you look, you, that, look, Xavi is just, he's building up to be like the next <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson, to be at Barca for a long time. Yeah. 
But whether we're actually going to allow him to do that, I don't think so. So it's like uh, uh, and now Mexico. What, what would you? What do you say about Ancelotti? Like, do you think he's going to be there for a couple more years? Or no, Ancelotti is another coach like Antonio Conte. They don't stay. They don't stay for long. They just fix the you issue. Know? They get what they can, and then they take off. Yeah, they know what works. You know, yeah, let me get, let me get my trophy and let me get out of here. That system's worked for Real Madrid though. For these, because that's how they won all these championships. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they 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 brought in uh, what is it, Mourinho. They replaced him. Zidane won it. Then they left him for another year. He wasn't doing too good. Then they brought in somebody else. For the meanwhile, can that guy, and they just kept balancing it, you know? And mm-hmm. it's worked out. And it's worked out. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, we're getting ready to close out. Um, did you guys want to touch any other topic? I mean, we got Champions League coming up in a couple of days final. We got Real Madrid against Liverpool. We know Mexico's uh, merengue all the way. Lalito, who who do you want to win? I kind of like Real Madrid also. Um, I want Real Madrid to win it. I think I think a perfect candidate for Cruz Azul would be Eden Hazard. He'd, he'd be great <laughs> for that team. <laughs> that team. <laughs> no, you know who should go to Mariano. Who? Mariano. Mariano the, the, Diaz. The Dominican, <laughs> the Dominican Republic, dude. That guy should go to Cruz Azul. He'd that kill it guy, over there. That guy's a killer, yeah. dude. Uh, dude, I'm telling you. Gareth Bale? Yeah. It's a free patron. Yeah, he's coming come to the MLS, dude. He's not going to in America. Yeah. Like, uh, and then I could see him in America. Quickly, I, I mean, when we, we you know, it, we, it's been a while since we've been all together. What do you guys think about the Mbappe thing? Staying at PSG. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, God. they gave him all um, that. All that. Um, <laughs> You know, Michael, didn't I tell you that they were going to fight for that kid to stay there for life, dude? Because they were going to find a way. They gave him more money, and now he has a saying in who comes and who leaves the team. I think that is. Which is kind of intense because you know who they just supposedly, they like greenlit to let go? Who? Is Ney. Oh, shit. So, so if that's true, that means Mbappe has signed off on on Neymar leaving. But, but that, you know what, Newcastle? If you're listening to this, this is your chance. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. it right there. That's the it, Newcastle, dude. that's it. Yeah. You got to come in, swoop in for Neymar. Yeah, and then take Navas with you. Take Kaylor Navas with you. Oh yeah, take Kaylor, yeah. boy, dude, and and then dude, start building your team right there. You're bringing two experienced players. I'd even take Di Maria. Di Maria's done too. He's on the free mm-hmm. agency. I take Di Maria too. Ah man. You'd clean up that whole PSG, yeah. that whole PSG team. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do too. I mean, it's dude, it's gonna be nuts to dude. see what Newcastle does. Yeah, that is kind of nuts. Is that agree though? The Mbappe, dude. How do you let a just somebody like take that much control over your team? Like, are you that desperate to have them on your team? It's, I I'm not okay with that. I think that's ridiculous. But if that's what it took for them to keep them, whatever. I mean, that's on them. They're the ones that made the decision, not me. You know. Yeah, I want. I want him. To, I want. I wanted to see Mbappe in Real Madrid. And that's crazy, dude. Because he could have said, "Hey, Messi, you got to go too," because he he only signed for one year with the option of a second. They could have like terminated that second year. So that means Mbappe might actually like Messi, dude. Which I'm thinking, I could be wrong. I mean, who wouldn't want to play with the best player in the world, though? I mean, I yeah. I, I mean, come on. I mean, that's just the reality of it. But. Yeah, I, I I, mean, good for him, though. I mean, on one end, don't you got to just, like, don't you got to, like, appreciate it, though, that he's yeah. been able to 
negotiate that much power as a player because as players, they don't really have that much power. Yeah. You know, they kind of get told this is what you got to wear. This is the sponsorship. This is you got to be at this thing. You got to do this, you know, but Mbappé is kind of broken that. So yeah. I don't know. He's he's opening doors for, for the future stars of this world. And Avoid the reality the- of it is, dude, is that he probably will end up at Ramadis. Just not now. Yeah, that's true. He's there till 2025. I mm-hmm. mean, he can either keep rising up or he could just crash, dude. I mean, staying in that league is not the best option. But, I mean, if that was his choice, that's his choice, you know? I mean, if you're okay not winning championships, you know, then, yeah, by all means. See, but We're not winning the Champions League because the yeah. PSG is going to win Champions League. Oh, no, that doesn't care about they, it. Nobody they, cares about that They're not going to lose anymore. Yeah. Any league Nobody one champion league, they're not losing the Uber Eats league anymore. I'll tell no. you that much. It's <laughs> like, so, Jesus Christ, so, yeah. Uber Eats league. On. <laughs> right, so well, let's let's close it out. All right, man. guys, this is um, strictly football. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, let us know what you think about our podcast about this episode. You know, we're at strictly football twenty one. You know, at gmail dot com. You can email us. You know, if you're out there, that's our IG too. Yep, that's our IG, Strictly Football 21, our TikTok. But, you know, please be aware it's basically only based off Liga Mekis. Right now, I'm, I'm going through a Conejo Perez, uh, you know. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> right a Conejo Perez uh, theme. Attribute, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, so join us, guys. Um, we do, um, I know that that Magico and, and El Gallo have a, a Twitch going on right now for, for FIFA 22. Tomorrow, baby. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow night on Wednesdays. I mean, you're listening to this. We're recording on Tuesday. I don't know when the episode's going to come out, but if you're whenever you're listening to it, uh, make sure to go and, yeah, follow our, our, our streams. We stream usually on Wednesdays at, like, 10, 11, and we play FIFA Pro Clubs and, you know, have fun with our friend uh, Jose and his brother. And, you know, we just talk shit. Yeah, and then, I think the team, the team's called Los Temerarios, or what is it? That's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. Los, no. te- Los Temerarios. That's <laughs> a great name. No, it's uh, Los Choriceros. Los Choriceros, okay. <laughs> Close enough, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Wow. Thank you for joining us. We are out.